Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of I Read Somewhere That. And I'm going to kick off with a few quotes from Christine Liu. And she says, in keeping with the fall season, it's time to grow that gigantic pumpkin patch. And she said, when you're growing, you're going to need to do a few things that allow yourself to flourish. One, cut back on the overgrowth whether it's the nagging shoulds in your head to perfectionism that's got you shaken from launching your next juicy offer, to toxic clients misaligned with your vision and values. It's time to check in and cut out what's no longer serving you. And of course, this is a business model that Christine is talking about, but I interpret everything in terms of, you know, writing and being an author. Her second point is, it's not just water and sunshine that makes the pumpkin grow. And if you're in a less sunny time in your business, or you're writing, you're not alone. Then she says, don't rot at the end of the season. You don't want to trip on your own vines with self-sabotage or create unrealistic goals. So (laughs) the thing is, the last one made me laugh because I've just set myself a completely unrealistic goal. I would like to try and finish the first draft of a novel I'm working on by the end of the year. And uh, I have these ideas, right? And then I'm like, I'm going to do it. Anyway, I'm going to, I'm going to do my best. So what I, I've been working on this novel for a while, excuse me, full throat. And um, I read somewhere that you can find these story structures um, or templates online, right? So I look around and I find something on called Unreadsy and it's Act 1, Act 2, Act 3. And it is a template. It breaks it all down, like what the setup is, the confrontation is, um, the resolution. And within those, it has, you know, subcategories, exposition, inciting incidents, plot point one, etc. So I'm like, fabulous. I'm going to download this template and I'm going to map out my novel and then the book will be done. Right? Wrong. Anyway, when I started writing it, it just felt horrible, stiff, wooden, awful. So I threw the template out the window. That's it. Kept the characters, a basic idea, but the template and trying to work within that is is gone. Now, this is really nerve wracking because every time I sit down to write, something different happens. The characters show up and do something unexpected and I have no idea what's going to happen. So honestly, this is not fun. And I'm always reminded of a fabulous writer friend that I have. Um, she's a great writer and a really good friend, DJ McIntosh. And she is the author of the Mesopotamian trilogy. And she mapped out all her novels and my gosh they were just brilliant so I wish I could be more like her and every time I try and do this and I fall on my face I think of Dorothy and I encourage you to check out her books The Witch of Babylon, The Book of Stolen Tales, The Angel of Eden is the third one so and another wonderful book that I read very recently because now we you know sharing and caring I'm, I'm doing the sharing is caring on, on the podcast which I'm really enjoying too I just finished reading Linwood Barclay's latest book, Find You First. And it deals with a lot of sort of trending topical issues, but he's worked them in a very original and different way, which I really enjoyed. And Stephen King had this to say about the book. He said, it starts with a bang and it ends with an even bigger one. It's the best book of his career and I couldn't put it down. And I agree. I met Linwood and his wife, Nita, some years ago. In fact, I think Nita and I were seated together at a dinner. We ended up chatting up a storm and had a wonderful time. And Linwood's not only a great writer, he's such a nice guy. So 
I got in touch with him and I said, it must be amazing, you know, to have Stephen King be such a fan of your books. And he said, yeah. He said, I've been a King fan since Nita and I were scared to death in the theater by the closing seconds of the adaptation of his novel Carrie. And that film turned me on to his books. And if you told me back then that he'd one day be an admirer of my work, I would have considered that highly unlikely. He's a good guy and very generous in his support of many writers. So um, to all the listeners out there, let's take that message of hope that highly unlikely and wonderful things can happen in the writing world. And I also asked Linwood with this. I said, you're so creative with your ideas. Do you have difficulty coming up with a new book or do they come fairly easily? And he said, I wish it were easy. The thing is, you might have several ideas, but which one is strong enough to support a 100,000 word piece of work? It's like coming to a line of doors and hoping you pick the right one to step through. I tend to go with the one that keeps floating around in my head the most that usually turns out to be the one with the most potential. And I asked him, what's your single top tip for wannabe authors? And he said, read. I also asked him, do you hate or like the word prolific? Because personally, I'm not that fond of it. Um, people often say to me, it's so prolific. And I always feel like, um, you know, Costco. Um, he says, I don't like or hate the word itself. Being prolific, and I guess writing a book a year puts you into that category, does present its challenges. Every time you begin writing a new book, you want it to be the best one you've ever done. Sometimes you feel you've pulled that off. Other times you think, well, this one will do, but I don't think it's as good as the one I did X number of years ago. By the way, that I'm inserting here, Linwood's wrong. His books are always fantastic. And then he says, and you want to give readers the kind of book they're expecting from you, but at the same time, you don't want to repeat yourself. And that can be quite a, a kind of a high wire act. So I encourage you to check out Linwood's latest book, and that is Find You First. And in case you're listening to all of this and you're thinking, look, I haven't got like hope in hell of being a Stephen King or Linwood Barclay. So I'd like to round off the podcast with some words of wisdom from Kate McKean, Agents and Books. And the post was entitled Writer's Tears. And is that whiskey even any good? <laughs> I can say it's very good. Absolutely. It's very good. And she says, a reminder that no one person or event or post or achievement or review or list is going to be the thing that makes it all easier. You can hit the list and still have trouble selling your next book. You can hit the list and not earn out. You can earn out many times and still not hit the list. It's hard for everyone in all kinds of different ways. And then she says, you know, maybe focus on the things you can control, like getting your butt in a chair and writing, not on the things you can't control. For example, how many books you sell. So those are the words of wisdom. And oh, just in keeping with um, Christine's quote at the beginning of the podcast, um, two things. One, I am going to post the podcast on Spotify, Anchor, the usual channels, but I'm not going to do it on YouTube anymore. And I really hope you'll forgive me for this because I know that YouTube is an easier forum in which to listen to things. But the program that I use to create the audio visualizer, is really complicated and was eating up too much time. And I'm trying to write this book and I 
the cat needs attention and there's all these important things happening so um I'm just going to post it here and also I initially wanted to do this weekly but uh, that's just turning out to be a little bit of an unrealistic expectation and I think you know that's really when I read Christine's newsletter I was like yes this is affirmation that I need to you know be realistic about the things that I can and can't do but this podcast is such a work of passion for me and so I don't want to abandon it not at all and I just need to find ways to make it manageable within time so Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Linwood Barkley, for participating. And uh, happy reading and writing, everybody. And, you know, think about how you are going to grow your pumpkin patch. Bye.